Hey, welcome back to the podcast. This week, we're telling the story of United Airlines Flight 3411. Thanks for listening. I missed you. I know. We have not talked. It has been crazy. We say that every single week, but life really has been totally insane. Like breakneck speed. Yeah, just endless. Yeah. I realized I hadn't gone outside in like three days, but I thought I had gone outside one day prior. Yeah. And I said that. I was like, I feel like I haven't been outside. I was like, oh, but I went to the store last night. No, Casey. No. no, It's Thursday. You went to the store on Sunday. Like (laughs) Time does not exist. Right. No, time does not exist. Time. Time factors into this story, though, because time is actually a big part of aviation. (laughs) Yes, it is. Very important. Yeah, very important. Timely, timely industry. Right. At least that's the idea. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Today we are doing United 3411. And uh, we are once again United. Yeah. And this is the one that really made everybody like, oh, United is is the bad guy. Yeah. The villain in aviation. Uh, We're going back to April 9th. 2017 which as we all know was three weeks ago um and uh yeah so real recent one yeah. <laughs> uh the plane is an Embraer 170 so it's like a it's it's actually it's united express technically which means that republic is the carrier uh republic is a like contract company that actually also contracts for delta uh just i'm Listen, I'm going to call it United because the fact that it's United Express is just United, like, paying everyone operating this flight less. So, like, gotcha. yeah. still on you, United. Yep. Um, 100%. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, and we're flying from Chicago to Muhammad Ali International, baby, Perfect. like Louisville, Kentucky. And uh, I love, I don't. I don't. I actually don't know if in 2017, if it was already called Muhammad Ali International, it might have been. But mm. either way, that's yeah. what it's called now. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, this flight is supposed to depart at 5:40 p.m. 5:40 p.m. is when this flight is supposed to leave. Okay. Fly out of O'Hare, fly to Louisville. Uh, it is a like quarter past five. We're boarding up. We're putting people on the plane. Earlier in the day, there was a different United flight that was supposed to depart at 2.55, same route. Uh, And that flight has been on a maintenance maintenance delay for hours, meaning maintenance delay just means they're repairing something on the Mm. plane. They call it maintenance because maybe that sounds nicer than your plane is broken. Right. and it's just been on a delay, and it is no one knows when that plane is going to be ready to go. So passengers have been like rolled over to this flight because this one's going. So the plane is one hundred percent booked, totally, completely booked, full. Uh, which in this case isn't. I think seventy six passengers, maybe seventy two passengers. No, nope, I didn't write it down. <laughs> um, but that's fine. It is. Yeah, yeah, you get it. Yeah. So it's. Packed to the rafters because passengers who were flying on that earlier flight have been rolled over to this flight. I don't know how full it was before that. Either way, packed. But yeah. we're golden. We're loading up. Passengers are getting on board. Boop, boop, boop. Passengers boarding up. And United closes the door on domestic flights 15 minutes prior to departure. So the door is going to shut on this plane. No more passengers can get on. Flight is done. Yeah. Like, no matter what. At, like, no, one, no, no one's yeah, getting on. It's just, right, that it's over. Game right. over. There's no home alone, someone waiting at the gate for running families <sighs> to arrive. Doesn't exist. The only, no, no, that's only, there are, like, unless something is going wrong and they're scrambling, right, or something like that, the doors, and that's still, like, the gate agent can get in trouble for that, right? I don't yeah. know exactly how United does it or how they did it at this time. But I know that on Delta, our door had our door had to be shut. Time it was supposed to be shut. Like we were supposed to be done ten minutes prior to departure mm-hmm. on our domestic flights. Um, and you technically had technically 
technically uh, until six minutes, but you need that time. Number one, the ramp needs that time. The pilots need that time. Right. Like it's not, you've got like a smidge of wiggle room, but it, it, you're, you're eating into time that other people need. Right. So, so it's supposed to close. Planes supposed to depart at 5:40, which means the doors are supposed to close at 5:25. So pack to the rafters. Everyone is on board. We're we're good at 5:20. We're good. Everyone's on board. 20 minutes prior to departure. Good job, gate agent. You did it right. Yeah. At 5:21, four minutes before the door is supposed to close, United internally. Booked four flight attendants who are supposed to fly on the earlier delayed flight. Booked four flight attendants onto this flight, onto this completely full flight where the doors are supposed to close in four minutes. United okay. booked four flight attendants onto that flight, immediately overselling the flight by by four. Okay, everyone is on board. Everyone is already in their seats. This this just, is no, don't bad from decision. A gate, from a gate agent perspective, this is like a nightmare. You yeah. think your flight is going, you think that you're rolling out, you think that you're about you're about to be done. You're printing your paperwork. This is game over. We're done. Everyone's right. on board. And on their screen or however, they I've had things like this happen to me when I worked for Delta. It never happened with Japan Airlines, obviously, but um I've had things like ha- this happen on Delta where all of a sudden, boop, you're oversold by four right. three seconds before you're supposed to shut the door. There's no guarantee as to whether or not, I don't know, again, internally, never worked for United, but I know that on Delta, the expectation would be that somehow you're going to still magically get your flight out on time. And if it's not on time and you have to like do the report or the supervisor has to do the report explaining why the flight was delayed by one minute or whatever, three seconds, any delay, right? Uh, You would have maybe a valid excuse, hopefully, but I don't know. You don't know, right? When you're doing it. So your completely boarded flight oversold by four. Flight attendants are on their way. I don't know what kind of day everybody was having, right? I know, don't know if this was like a 10 out of 10 stressful day before this happened. I don't know if it was a normal day before this happened. Chicago's a very busy airport. Yeah. United is a major carrier. I, I imagine it's usually pretty busy. Right. But whatever, whatever the deal was before this happened... Now the gate agent has to go down and try to solicit four volunteers to come off this flight. And again, I don't know what the deal was before. I don't know. uh, There's a little bit of like, uh, there's the passengers perceptions. There's what the airline said or didn't say. There's questions that uh, journalists would think to ask and ones they would not think to ask. For whatever reason, it seems like there was a supervisor at the gate, and the supervisor is the one who went down to the plane, picked up the little intercom to make an announcement to the passengers to try to solicit volunteers. I'm going to be using phrases like like voluntary and invol, uh, in case anyone doesn't know. like If you're involved off a flight, it means that you are involuntarily removed from the flight, denied boarding, whatever it is, yeah. in an overbook situation. So before they involve people, they want to obviously try to get people to volunteer to walk off the plane because we got to make this happen. It's very important to say, I know that some people think that the flight attendants were like non-revs or that this was somehow like a favor to them. The reason why these flight attendants have to go on this flight is because they are supposed to work flights out of Louisville the next day. And there are not going to be other opportunities later today. There are no more planes on United going that way. So in order for the flight attendants to be where they need to be tomorrow, they have to get on this flight. So if the flight attendants didn't get on this flight Again, I don't know what United's relationship is with other airlines exactly, if they could have flown on somebody else or what the deal is or hop, skip, jump, send them to right. send them to Newark and then send them to Louisville, all this crap. But that's I, I forget all of that. They have to be on this plane because otherwise a flight tomorrow is going to be dramatically delayed right. or canceled. And then everything that that plane, those pilots, those crews are supposed to do the next day, like the ripple effect mm-hmm. would be mm-hmm. immense of these flight attendants not getting on this flight so they're not non-revs they're working they're positive spaced meaning they're they're i think united calls them must seat meaning like they got to be on this plane yeah 
supervisor goes down to the aircraft completely booked up people are in their seats buckled they think they're ready to go right so i understand from their perspective that this is bizarre yeah but by all accounts the supervisor picked up her like the microphone and by all accounts she was terse okay to Ah. speak lightly she was again i don't know if she this is her anger at the company for overbooking her flight after it's fully booked if this is just the way her day is going if this is just her general vibe whatever the case may be in this moment holding that (laughs) microphone she was terse maybe rude maybe super rude yeah who who can say that's a judgment call She picks it up and says, we need four people to come off this plane for crew rerouting or whatever she said, right? Uh, We need four people to come off this plane right now. We are not going anywhere until four people get off this plane, full stop. Four people have to come off. We will give you $400 in travel credits, a hotel for tonight because there's no more planes going this way, and a flight tomorrow at 2.55. So the delayed plane the next day. Yeah. So uh, you $400 in travel vouchers, hotel tonight, fly out tomorrow at 2.55. You'll get in pretty close to 24 hours later than you thought you would. Yeah. Uh, and And we're not going anywhere until four people get off this plane. So who's Oof. volunteering? not maybe not the best salesmanship okay like i don't want to not the best salesmanship okay so she says that nobody raises their hands flight attendants are here they need to get on this plane the we're already ticking past door close like the the pressure it's very very hard to exaggerate the pressure to get your flight out on time it is just such like a, a crush behind you it feels like getting like pushed by a wave like you just have to get your flight out on time yeah. there's no way this flight is going to get out on time now eight hundred dollars okay eight hundred dollars and again we're not going anywhere all of you aren't going anywhere until four people come off this plane right so uh still eight hundred dollars mm, nobody's jumping on this right and she says okay four people are going to be chosen by the computer and they're going to get kicked off and she goes back up the, this is the case, right? So the computer will tell you who the bottom of the list is. In a normal overbook situation where you are looking for volunteers an hour before departure, right? Where you know you're overbooked when you get up there, you start selling, you start trying to get people, like you talk about whatever, salesmanship, right? Yeah. You try to convince people to voluntarily come off the flight. Uh, and in those normal overbook situations, If you think there's a pretty strong chance that you're not going to find volunteers, you'll tell the people at the bottom of the list, the people who are going to get involved, you'll let them know. And sometimes you'll try to see if they want to volunteer to come off the flight, right? Like your chance, chances, you have a chance of not being allowed on this flight. Very sorry. Do you want to volunteer right like <laughs> you if know, you volunteer um, if they so if they're involved it's worse they... never volunteer if you're at the bottom of the list just to be clear never oh, okay. never volunteer even because regardless you, of what they're offering no matter what they're offering because it will always be better if you get involved so if you voluntarily come off the plane you get travel credits oh, okay. if you're involved you get cash so Ooh. always let them kick you off yeah. um never I mean, don't if you want to volunteer and you're not the bottom of the list volunteer right because right? right, right, you're right. gonna get nothing you're gonna just get on the plane right um but if you're at the bottom of the list then let them kick you off so all of that to say she marches up to the computer uh at some point it seems like a manager showed up so i'm interpreting this data to mean that there's at least three people working this flight a manager a supervisor and a uh gate agent regular gate agent they get their four names, and the four names are a couple, a uh, Asian woman, and Dr. Dow. So if anybody hasn't guessed already what flight this is, <laughs> yeah. uh, the manager walks back down, uh, either approaches the passengers, like obviously you have their seat numbers, or sets it over the intercom, that's not clear to me, marches down, tells the people who are being involuntarily kicked off, like, sorry, it's you, right? You got to come off. The computer 
generally most airlines is selecting the people at the bottom of the list by their ticket price um or by like did you buy your your ticket directly from the airline or did you buy it on a third party site if you have uh like status with the airline that's going to improve your chances of not being involuntarily denied so it's a variety of factors some airlines go by the most the last person to check in so if you don't want to be involuntarily denied boarding sign up for a travel number with that airline yeah. buy your ticket directly from the airline and you know show up on time or check in 24 hours ahead on your phone if you can right so right. then those will all decrease your chances of this happening to you i'm not going to tell you to pay more for your ticket because like no of course not. but i will say <laughs> but, generally uh, yeah, like airlines do have good deals uh, directly on their websites and the third party mm-hmm. sites are generally shit it's if you find a deal on a third party website try to get that deal from the airline directly right. like right. It, there are a million different ways that your like life will be easier if something goes wrong if you've on bought your ticket end. directly right Right. Yeah, on the back end, it's way easier if you've bought your ticket from directly from the airline. Um, so like you really you, you need to be saving a lot of money. Yeah. To for it to be worth it to buy from a third party website, but look at the third party websites to find yeah totally a deal compare. and then try to get that deal yeah. from the airline. Yeah. So yes. So the manager comes down, tells the four passengers, "You gotta go. Sorry." We'll give you, you're going to get cash, a hotel room, and you'll fly out tomorrow. The couple and the woman traveling alone, who some people interpreted to be Dr. Dow's wife, she's not not flying together. They don't know each other. They get off. But Dr. Dow is like, no, I'm I'm just not going to get off. I will not get off because I'm a doctor and I have patients I have to see tomorrow. I have to be on this flight. Okay. Dr. Dow, as he said very clearly, is a doctor and has very important reasons to be back. I can tell people you should really try to never fly like the day before you need to be at something. Um, Easier said than done, right? It's not like I haven't done the same thing where, you know, obviously you try to stretch your trip as much as you can or you're just busy and you're flying all over the place and it's just whatever the case may be. But like, I mean, I think about it doesn't matter. Uh, there was a couple one time when like on an apocalypse day at the airport mm. uh, where this couple is like, we have to be here by tomorrow because we are traveling to our wedding in this place. Our no, wedding no. is tomorrow in this place. Can't do Guys, that. never do. Never, yeah. never do that. I'm so sorry. Never put your keys in your bag and then check it. Never <laughs> fly the day before your wedding. Okay. But again, I'm not blaming him. I'm just saying that these are travel tips for the people. And the other thing I'm going to say is I'm just going to be super honest with you. If you're told you have to get off the flight, unfortunately, you just got to get off the flight. There's no negotiation. Now, in this case, I can see somebody maybe hearing him say that and someone volunteering to go off. I was just going to say, like, I would start pleading with the rest of the plane. Totally. Exactly. Yeah. And I've seen people do that. I've seen people yeah. like in, on my flights, if we're oversold, like just basically beg yeah. to say like, please, everybody, like my wedding is tomorrow, whatever it is. Right. right. Like, um, He says, I'm not getting off the plane. And they say like, again, I don't think these agents are in their most winsome moods. Sure. They're not expressing what they're saying in like a polite and like salesman like way right they're very like again terse very curt very like you are getting off this plane yeah the plane is not going to take off with you in it it it, there is no scenario where this plane is going to get into the air with you sitting on it you have to get off and again that pressure 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 to try to get the plane out on time they uh the agents are just like not dealing with it calling the cops so they go up to their uh, little desk they boop boop call the airport police airport police show up get onto the plane and again dr dow is 69 years old he is a 69 year old doctor he is uh like ethnically chinese and vietnamese but he 
was in Vietnam during the Vietnam War. The reason he's in the U.S. in the first place is because he was removed from Vietnam as a refugee at the end of the Vietnam War. He literally is a doctor who explicitly, specifically serves veterans because he feels like indebted to them. Mm. And he's, you know, he's a he's an older doctor right. who is. doesn't think that he's going to be I'll say it like I I think he thinks that he can just say no. Yes, he thinks yeah. I think he 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 thinks that he can just say no. The cops show up and the cops who show up are uh let's see. James, Mauricio and Steven. Okay. So these three cops show up and uh they Again, nobody is in a conciliatory mood. They try to, like, tell him, like, come on, like, let's go. You're getting off the plane. Uh, He says, like, very matter-of-factly, nope, I'm not getting off. And they grab him, and James smashes his face into the armrest. Smashes his face into the armrest. Breaks Dr. Dow's nose, oh busts God. out two of his teeth, oh damages God. his sinuses, and gives him a concussion. <gasps> I didn't know it was Sm- that bad. Horrible. Oh my horrible. God. Teeth uh, left on the chair. Smashes oh his God. face into the armrest. Dr. Dow is screaming <gasps> at this point and maybe passes out, or maybe the concussion the damage whatever it is but he goes kind of like catatonic and they drag him by the arms down the aisle pulling him off the plane just dragging his body down the aisle passengers obviously are kind of freaking out about that and kind of and yell at the cops but again people are afraid to yell at cops so people are are filming this on their phones because this is extreme 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 brutality they drag him off the plane the four flight attendants who again were not on the plane before this didn't see any of this happen get on the plane and another thing again that rubbed passengers the wrong way or some passengers commented on the fact that the flight attendants seemed very like something about their air seemed like snotty like good drag the trash off the plane i think that that's reading too much into it i think that they are just like oh my gosh like again this is the big thing united got blamed for this which i get and we'll talk more about that but this is police brutality united did not break dr dow's teeth out right the police did right okay so the flight attendants get on the plane, sit down. Dr. Dow, again, I have no idea what the scuffle was, but somehow he like got out of like the clutches of these cops, ran back onto the plane screaming. They go and he like collapses oh. because he's a 69-year-old man who right. has a concussion and a broken nose and is bleeding everywhere and his teeth are gone. And when he collapses, they bring a stretcher down and carry him off in a stretcher. Dr. Dow's blood is all over the plane. So now they deplane all of the passengers to have some poor ramp guy come up and clean the blood of this doctor off the plane and then reboard everybody. The plane ultimately ends up taking off at a little after 7 p.m. So late. People, as you all know, many passengers filmed this and those passengers posted it on social media and the caught on fire right went viral to say the least uh in the u.s news picked it up people were you know obviously like this is horrific this is united again i don't know who their pr person is or was terrible job i'm sorry i'm sorry dude bad job with the pr because they they're like stories of doing bad things to passengers definitely spread faster than other airlines yeah. uh this is not a long time after some other united gate agent denied boarding to two teenage girls because they were wearing leggings there's like uh this is not that long after that guy i don't know if anybody remembers that song that a um 
musician wrote about like i think it's just united breaks guitars because they he checked his guitar and they just smashed it and they were like well we're not gonna no money for you because the outside is okay and this is a real policy that i think has been i think it's illegal now but it doesn't matter if the inside contents of the bag are broken to pieces because the outside isn't damaged so united has had some bad press and this is like the worst press imaginable yeah in china and vietnam the this spreads really even more there was i don't weibo is like a i feel like it's probably an oversimplification but like twitter in china okay literally 480 million posts about this in the first 24 hours yeah i mean like when during around this time i went on a work conference and for those of you who do Mm. not know i work with immigrants and refugees and most of our staff are immigrants or refugees and right. we flew to this conference and on the way home united literally refused to let our staff use the automated check like the check-in kiosks yeah because they didn't yeah. think that our staff spoke english a hundred percent and we're One, definitely and we had be- to wait in line like and i i like yeah. made it a big deal and then everyone was just like please like we just need to get on this flight so i stopped but like Holy shit, like it was blatant in front of everybody. Like it was disgusting. I I wrote this down to talk about it later, but the interpretation, Dr. Dow's own interpretation of the situation was that he had been removed from the plane because he's Asian and across like in Asia in the countries you know in Vietnam and in China it was interpreted with like racist overtones. Yeah. And I am sorry. I know this is not in any way going to be a universal observation or experience, but my experience at Delta and at Japan Airlines is that, frankly, like Asian passengers broadly are discriminated against and treated worse, especially Vietnamese passengers. I'm sorry, but no one. No, I never saw a group of people treated worse by airlines yeah. than Vietnamese passengers. And I have a lot of stories about that. We'll see how this goes. Yeah, but yeah. I'm sorry. This is just a real yeah. thing. And again, yeah. this is where we lose half our listeners or whatever. But this that is my observation. Is yeah. This is what I saw. Like it, And I'm very, very happy if you have not had that observation, if you have not had that experience, if you have not seen that, good for you. Yeah. I have. And so, and again, the truth in this case is that Dr. Dow was selected by the computer. He was not selected for his race or his his ethnicity. That is not the why. It was not why he was chosen. But there is profound dehumanization. Like the way that that Vietnamese passengers are viewed. I'm sorry. That's just. Yeah. It is just what I have seen. Yeah. And if that is not your experience, I'm so glad to hear that. So. With that said, that was broadly a part of the interpretation and Dr. Dow's experience in the Vietnam War underpins that, right? That just is yeah. true. So the uh so this is spreading and Oscar Munoz, probably many of you can probably picture his face when he was, you know, on the news doing interviews about this or whatever. He was the CEO of United sent an internal email i cannot imagine what was going through his mind but he sent an internal email saying that you know on this date on this flight a passenger was removed for being belligerent and like uncooperative or whatever (laughs) and that's there's film my dude like he and there's like the all of the other passengers i don't know why he sent that email i don't know what he was thinking Oscar Munoz sends that internal email. He had to know it would leak. I mean, we're you're not supposed to like leak or show internal anything oh, internal not, with airlines, to. right? I, like I you're paying. I don't you understand a, that. Like, what do people think anymore? Like, I don't. I will you never have get a that. ton of minimum wage employees, yes, Mr. Munoz. Like, they are not going to protect. Like, what the fuck? Right. No. So uh, then obviously, so the media gets a hold of that and they're like, yeah, so this is so United has like a flippant view on this. Like there's all this. So then 
uh, uh, United Stock took a beating. Uh, the different like governors and like different um like politicians were you know obviously talking about this like it was a big deal because yeah. it's just because he got two of his teeth knocked out Literally. and his nose broken and a concussion and damages to his sinuses like he got a really bad facial injury they had to deplane and an already shitty situation to clean to, up the blood yes yes horrific serious injury oh right and all of that to say, so uh, Oscar Munoz, like CEO of United, uh, he went on the news afterwards and they were like, hey, you handled this terribly and you seem like a jerk. And he's like, I'm so sorry. It does seem like I'm a jerk. It seems like United is bad, but like, we're not going to do this again. Like, it's not Dr. Dow's fault. So sorry. I will say uh, Dr. Dow hired a lawyer right away good job and this was settled like this happened april 9th and it was settled for an undisclosed amount on april 27th wonderful and i I just strike while the iron is hot like just bam yes he's he's not even healed at this point he is still on the men he probably hasn't even had he had he needed reconstructive surgery that probably hadn't even taken place yet right he's definitely not seeing patients the next day that's for goddamn sure exactly exactly so uh, this blew up. Uh, United did change some of their policies. There have been like, you know, they said that they wouldn't remove passengers once they were seated, things like that. And again, like this, it's really, really, really easy for me to see how this happened. Like I can easily imagine this happening. And the airport cops are like sometimes people while out on planes right like it can get it can get crazy and that's why they're there but uh so the badges and like insignia and like vibe of these airport cops is that they are a part of the chicago police department which isn't that unusual there were nypd at the jail airport the um cops at the buffalo airport were um port authority police but it's a thing right uh there's port authority police at all the airports but you get what i mean yeah, so yeah. there's like there's a, a amazing number of like law enforcement at yeah. any airport um that said the chicago inspector general was like wait a second uh what so they launched their investigation into the cops who did this, right? Okay. And uh, James James had just, just gotten back to work after being on administrative leave for, uh, like, insubordination. And okay. Goodbye. Uh, uh, Sergeant Moore was their supervisor. He had been like, these are just, they don't have a good track record. I'm just going to, we'll, we'll leave it alone. We yeah. won't go through the whole list. But they, these are not a group of people with a good track record as cops but also the inspector of of chicago was like are you guys even cops wait are you literally even cops and because you don't carry guns you weren't sworn in you are not cops and you are not cops you're not cops and so then the they literally they they all of the people involved in this james and the sergeant toast fired the other two cops were on administrative leave but ultimately the the chicago police department was just like you are nothing you are not cops Wait, why are you, they nothing this is just, though they're nothing they dissolved it they were just like this doesn't exist anymore the airport they're like the airport chicago department of aviation oh. security that's what they actually were. But all of the like branding and everything made it seem like they were Chicago PD. They oh were like an officer of the Chicago PD. But no, they're not. They're unarmed security guards who are not trained well, obviously. Because at first the Chicago PD was like, this goes against our training to not escalate nonviolent situations right. into violent situations. And it's like, okay, Chicago right, PD. Right, right. Sure. <laughs> but like, but, like, but 
okay. And then they literally dissolved the whole thing. And we're just like, you don't exist anymore. Actual Chicago PD will be handling that from now on. So serious repercussions for their whole deal at the airport. Yeah. Um, because you broke a man's nose and knocked out his teeth. Yeah. Yeah. A 69 year old man. Right. 69 year old doctor who's just trying to get home. Right. And again, like from, I I think that there's like, depending on the angle you look at this, there's like, there are definitely a lot of places where any person in this story could have like broken the chain. Yeah. Right. Like that's so the, um, United could have, uh, I don't know if it was an automated system or if it was the, um, the flight attendants there, um, like crew scheduling department, or if it was a person, uh, the person working the flight that was delayed, who was like the, you know, if the flight attendants were like, Hey, like we gotta get to work. So like, can we go on that flight? I don't know who booked them all of the people who booked them would have known what they were doing i'm just gonna be honest i'm not saying that to blame them or to villainize them but were like within their scope and it is like a thing that you would think to do right Right. because at the end of the day you know this is going to make this flight a nightmare for the the agents working it but it's going to prevent this like huge ripple effect of of you know like delays and cancellations tomorrow right. so at a bunch of different airports so that's i understand why they did that if they hadn't done that that would have broken the chain if the a lot of passengers on this flight who talked about the situation or wrote letters to the editor, different ways that people talk to uh, about this publicly. A lot of them really felt like the way the supervisor talked about the situation is what turned people off or made mm. people less inclined to help. But if any of the passengers obviously had volunteered, if the if the supervisor had been um, more winsome, more of a salesman more friendly whatever if the cops hadn't broken his nose if dr dow had just gotten off the plane like this is my point there are a lot of places where this chain could be broken and that created a situation where a lot of people have enough like internal plausible deniability that it's their fault Mm -hmm. and it's not everyone's fault it is not everyone i just talked about's fault that this happened at all the it i'm sorry but it is I'm sorry, guys. It is it the is. cop who, who smashed his yeah, face into the, the seat. 100%. That's whose fault it is. Like, it was a nonviolent situation that you made violent. Right. Right. It is your fault. Yeah. There are... I, I don't have any idea if the cops felt that pressure to get the flight out on time. I have no clue. I know that certainly none of the cops at any of the airlines I ever worked for seem to care about getting our flights out on time right um right but it's and i don't know like why they would it's not their no you know what i mean like they it's no skin off their nose yeah and it should be treated as as a mediating party you know like right if if there is a disagreement you bring in a mediating party and we talk through it we don't bash people's faces in like and and you um, (sighs) United, as part of their policy changes, said that they would not have any, like, law enforcement board any of their flights to, like, mediate things like this. I highly doubt that that's possible. I'm just being honest. I highly doubt that that's possible, that they stuck to that policy. I don't know. Maybe they have. If you were for United, tell us. And there are, like, scary situations. Like, I... I actually had to tell, like, I had an overbooked flight at Buffalo, and there was a couple who were on that flight, and I was oversold by two, and they were at the bottom of the list, and I told them, like, you're at the bottom of the list, like, you're the ones who are, I'm trying to get volunteers, and maybe some people just won't show up, but I need you to know this, because it's information you need, Exactly. Yeah. and they did, like, threaten me 
And yeah, the somebody else, another agent, like called the airport police <laughs> and they just like stood there basically, like didn't talk to them just to like, and there is, I'm saying that, I mean, and again, I've seen agents get like physically attacked by passengers yeah. and stuff like there's yeah. crazy stuff right crazy stuff the airport it's a high stress high stress situation for, for a lot of people yeah. right um and but like the i don't know man the if you feel an internal resistance to framing this as police brutality because of a positive view of police that you have the chicago pd condemned it yeah and the guys who did it turns out even if they thought they were cops not cops not cops just they're not turns out not cops um according to the cops in their city so so that is that's the deal that's that is that flight yeah um i have like other like details that I probably sped right past and I'll probably be like upset that I didn't include them but maybe I'll put them in the little little aftermath part okay Dr. David Dow got like reconstructive surgery he hopefully got a nice chunk of money from United uh, I hope he this... got so much money oh yeah I hope so too I, uh, I mean I didn't bring it up because I'm not going to talk about it at length but one of the things that some of you will remember is that some private some some negative things about dr dow like the news covered some negative things about him and that was another thing that was like very insulting and offensive to a lot of people Mm. right like a lot of people are like wait a second why am i finding out like bad things that this doctor may have done years ago when he's the victim in this situation right Right. so um but we're not going to go into details about that well uh, i I just don't understand how it's relevant to the situation it's not it's not it's not it's 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 a it's objectively not in any way relevant um and like anybody in this situation would want to be treated the same exact way like if you were dr dow you would right. and you did something shitty you would not want that to have any impact on this situation at all like that right. is not how the quote-unquote system works that's this is that's just not how it works or like to me i don't know if why this is exactly but instead of like imagining me being in his position i kind of automatically imagine like like my dad or like people in my life like that right like that's kind of who i think about because if i imagine myself in this position i think a lot of people maybe i'm maybe this is not true maybe this is just me but i imagine that i would have been one of the three people who were just like all right my number's up and got off and i think that some people can turn on him because they think like that's what i would do but maybe you have you know kind of a stubborn father or uncle or like person who you love who can be a little on the like yeah. no side of things right. and you can imagine them getting their teeth knocked out exactly and dragged off the plane right and maybe that will activate your empathy differently yeah but yeah that is my word all airlines do stuff like this that's my only thing i'm not saying that to defend united i'm saying that because yeah all airlines do stuff like this or have done stuff like this or will do stuff like this yeah. A different. All airlines kill dogs and cats. <laughs> all airlines break your <laughs> guitars. And I'm not saying that again, not to let you know no, off no, the no. hook, <laughs> but to keep all the other airlines on the hook. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. Exactly. But exactly. Yeah. To keep them on the hook. Ugh. Although I don't know, my beloved JetBlue. <laughs> yeah. JetBlue is they're, just they're nicer. They're nicer. Yeah. For sure. And they have uh I think that, yeah, there's, well, this is a whole other thing, isn't it? So, <laughs> but yeah, I promised you a shorter one today. Yeah. Um, and so I want all of you to know before I ask Mariah for her fact, I have a fact about Mariah and it is that <laughs> they won best boss yes. yesterday. Yes. And I want I you to tell everyone, I, I asked ahead of time <laughs> if I could tell everyone, but you are the best boss. So. Thank you. Well yes, deserved. I did. We had a nice Christmas party last night. 
yeah it was great they did these little awards like you know best dressed and uh i don't know there were a few others but the funny thing is and i don't know if i told you this part but um so i got a flat tire on the way okay (laughs) and i have a very long commute for those of you who do not know uh and i have to drive over like the worst like the worst commute in in the world and my tire light has been on for like a week oh no and it was fine like it was actually fine (laughs) it happens sometimes air gets out of the tire somehow you just fill it up and (laughs) you go on right i'm imagining brian listening to this (laughs) he's horrified i hope he doesn't make it to this part no no um so I filled the, the air. I put the air in the tires before I left to go on my adventurous commute. And the light didn't go off like it normally does. And I was like, uh-oh, something, hmm, that's weird. I'll have to mm. go get it looked at. I'm on the fucking <laughs> Verrazano Bridge, and the car starts drifting to the left. And I'm like, hmm, shit, oh. that's not good. So, but I don't hear anything. Like, nothing, I can't hear, there's no, you know, whatever. I get... I pull, you know, driving on the throughway because I drive the throughway most of the way there. By the time right. I pull off the exit, I obviously can tell that I have a flat tire. I'm so close oh. to the office. I was like, fuck it. Let me just go to the office and I'll call <gasps> A there. Yeah. Bad mistake. Don't do that. But I was already two hours late for this party. Oh, and that tire is toast. The tire's anyway, toast. Yeah, exactly. Right. And I'm like, I must have fucked it up somehow putting air in it because it was fine. They're brand new tires. That's the other thing that sucks. It's not <gasps> they're brand new tires. Um, and I thought that it just wasn't flat enough that it would harm it. Like, I just thought that it was, you know, because it I was driving half of the, the time. Fine. Anyways, AAA comes. I missed the first AAA guy. Because I wanted to see oh. if they could fix the tire instead of just putting on the spare so that I wouldn't have mm-hmm. to take it in. Mm-hmm. So I missed the fucking first AAA guy. So I have to call AAA back to get a second AAA guy to come out. Oh. As they're announcing the awards and as they announce <laughs> Best Boss, the AAA guy calls no. and I had to run out of the door. No. No. <laughs> um, no. And then they couldn't fix my tire and put it either worse hole in it so now i absolutely 100 percent have to get a new tire but they put the donut Do like on warranty i, I have warranty? to look i have to i have to look Ugh, um I'm i think so we sorry. do so i think i'm hoping that it will be okay but um anyways yeah so i felt very loved and it was it was very sweet of i'm very glad that you won yeah. did you have a donut still i did yeah thank god and I was, yeah. we were laughing at the party because everyone was like, you know, donuts usually have like 40 to 50 miles that you can drive on them. And I'm just like, right. for the life of the donut or per, uh, <laughs> like for, you know what I mean? Like, is this yeah, per yeah, 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 yeah. use or cause yeah. we're way past 50 on this donut. Like, <laughs> so, but anyways, oh. yeah, that was, I got a flat tire once and went to my you know the back of my whatever 2001 yeah uh for focus and i was like i guess i need my donut no donut i had never checked <laughs> if when i bought it if there was a donut back there right. i bought it no no, no donut. donut someone else had used it up you know eight years ago and no donut for me <laughs> so if you bought a used car just check, check. if it's there yeah, just find just out double <laughs> oh just double God. check oh so i don't know we'll see oh i hope that I hope it's under warranty. I do too. I do too. Um, uh, is my... that your fact that you're the best boss? Yeah. <laughs> no. Um, my fact is a very, very, very recent, as in like 49 minutes ago, <gasps> uh, the Moroccan team of the World Cup just won. We watched this game right before we recorded. Uh, and they won against Portugal, and this is the first time an African team has made it to the quarterfinals oh. of the World Cup. And so Morocco fucking did it. And if you have not, the celebration was oh. like just chilling. Like it was, 
it was the coolest thing to see and everyone was just so happy and thrilled and like all of the ship mm. on the World Cup aside, it was very beautiful and we love Morocco, so Oh um, I do love Morocco. Yeah. Happy for yeah. them, happy for their fan base, yes. happy for their country. Um uh, Sports Joy is unparalleled. Exactly. Sports Joy is yeah. so it's pure. something it's just different, yeah. 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 <laughs> Speaking oh, of sports beautiful. joy, really quick, mm-hmm. I was reading Please. an article from the Buffalo News today about um so next week it's supposed to be like negative thirty five where you are. Um oh, so good luck with that. That's Check negative thirty five yeah, Fahrenheit. So let's yeah. just Which is be pretty close clear. to negative thirty five. Yeah, I Celsius, think it is. <laughs> negative forty is both on both, right? So So it's yeah. gonna be cold apparently i mean i don't know they called this three weeks ago so tell me how weather works you couldn't explain it to me (laughs) but um the buffalo news put out an article about how the bills had to move their sunday game to saturday because it's going to be too cold to play on sunday and how it just has upended western new york (laughs) (laughs) like the article i have to send you this article it like talks about how upset parents are because they planned things for their kids and now they have to watch their phone while they're with their kids literally there's a quote like don't get me wrong i love my kids but (laughs) i mean we're getting close to the end of the season here like the buffalo philharmonic chimed in like of course they they were like this really is going to take away from our nighttime (laughs) saturday performances like yeah, of course it is. It's, yeah, I was just oh. like, this is the most glorious news article I've ever read. Yeah, no, anything the Buffalo news articles about the Bills always have like a very like a tinge to oh them, my God, right? Like so there's good, just yeah. something special. It was about just it. like this has really ruined a lot of lives this holiday season. <laughs> oh, ruined, <laughs> ruination. Oh, uh, so good, so true. But <laughs> yeah. yes, uh, I love you so much. I, I hope love you that. Too. I hope that you, Mariah, and all of you listening get to experience some sports joy this year. Yes. In one way or another. Because there's nothing. It's so pure. It's so good. Yeah. Sports joy is so beautiful. Yeah. Yes. I love it. Oh, thank you so much, Mariah. I love you. you. I love you. We love all you guys. Sports joy to the world. (laughs) And we will chat soon. Talk to you soon. Love you. Bye. Bye. Hey guys, thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of The Pod Crashed. We so hope you enjoyed it. Uh, Thank you for bearing with us as we've been, or really as I've been, adjusting to the move. Uh, We hope you're all having a beautiful, beautiful uh, December, beautiful end of the year. If you notice anything we got wrong or you want to get in touch with us for any reason, you can email us at thepodcrashed at gmail.com or find us on Instagram and TikTok. We are going back to weekly episodes, <laughs> I promise. Um, if uh, any of you know how to use TikTok and you want to teach me, please do reach out and uh, we'll see you next week. Thanks for listening.